Welcome to day 16 of our awakening devotional. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Yesterday, I started with us on getting results in prayer, and we're tackling some of these things that are so important when it comes to prayer. And I said yesterday that whenever we experience delay in prayer, it causes us to wonder if God has had us if we have enough faith and if we're praying according to the will of God, let's look at the scripture that we started out on yesterday. First John chapter 5 from verses 14 to 15. First John 5, 14 to 15. And this is a confidence that we have towards him. That if we ask anything according to his will, he has us. And if we know he has us, that's important. In whatever we ask, we know that we have the request that we have asked of him. And you know, we've tackled this thing of God hearing us. We said that God hears us because he has Christ, because Christ is our high priest and we approach the Father through him. So now I started to explain to us yesterday that there were times where even though we have prayed, we have exercised the things that we know to exercise, um, we can experience delay in manifestation, not necessarily delay in God hearing us, but the delay in the manifestation. And one of the things I said is that when we are in circumstances like that, it's very important that we begin to understand the other principles that surround praying in the new covenant. I showed us the story of the that Jesus told of the unjust judge uh, in Luke 18, 1 to 8, and the principle of persistence. And then we ended up looking at the story of Cornelius. And we said that that's, that was so important. And we started, we started to learn some very important principles from there. And I said, I said that, you know, one of the things we learn about Cornelius is the fact that he was persistent. He was consistent. And we started to look at the importance of this persistence and consistency um, in God. This, the, the importance is, as I said to you, that one of the things that God does in prayer sometimes is that through waiting, he grows our rank. Through waiting, he grows our rank. I want you to write that down if you're writing today. Through waiting, sometimes God grows our rank. That's what it is. And one of the most important things in studying Cornelius' story in the book of Acts chapter 10 is this, is the fact that Cornelius kept offering and kept praying, but he didn't even understand the measure of the reward. Look at what the angel of the Lord said to him. Again, let's, let's, let's look at that because that is so important for us to be encouraged in our prayer. God said to him, um, he says, your prayers and your your arms have ascended as a memorial right before me right this 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 guy Cornelius you know he had such reputation in heaven this is the key thing he had such reputation the bible says that he was a devout man who fed god with all of his household see that wasn't just amongst men this was known in heaven and one of the ways that he became a devout man was by constantly, constantly crying out to God, praying, you know, uh, exercising. And what Cornelius did not understand here was to an extent he, he had started to exercise priesthood. This is one of the things I want you to understand, that when we persist in prayer, we grow in our priesthood. 
Do you know that the word of God calls us to be priests? If we go to the book of Revelation, Revelation chapter 1, I love it. And if we look at verse 6, Revelation chapter 1, verse 6, okay? All right, the Bible says, To him who loves us and has freed us from our sins by his blood and has made us a kingdom, priests to, to, to his God and Father, to him be glory and dominion forever and ever. Amen. He says, unto him who loved us. And the word says, he has made us kings and priests unto him. Wow. We are kings and priests. And then we caught that favorite scripture in Second uh, Peter chapter 1. He says, your chosen generation, a royal priesthood, verse 9, I believe, a holy nation, a peculiar people, a royal priesthood. See, a royal priesthood. Now, if the Bible calls us, if God calls us a royal priesthood, or if he calls us priests, right, what do priests do? How do priests operate? Wow, look at what's happened to Cornelius. Cornelius had just been praying, and maybe he just started praying. We don't know why he started praying. Okay, we don't know if a circumstance drew him to pray, but whatever happened, he continued. He continued. He continued offering. He continued offering. And the power is this, is that the continuity increased his rank in the spirit. So what do I mean by it? It increased his rank in the spirit. He started to move in priesthood, <laughs> right? He started to move in, in, in priesthood. You know, when we speak about priesthood, I want you to understand this, that a lot of people think that priesthood is just, uh, you know, like an Old Testament uh, concept. No, for starters, Jesus continues to be a high priest. The Bible says you are a priest forever. Jesus is a priest forever. Priesthood never ceases. <laughs> priesthood never ceases. The Bible says that he continues to be a priest. He stands as a priest. The Bible says he has the power of an indestructible life. It is the other priesthood, uh, the other, the other order of sorry, the other order of priesthood <laughs> that has shifted the ironic priesthood. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, that kind of priesthood, that has shifted, okay? But this, this priesthood of Christ is an eternal dimension of priesthood. And this priesthood of Christ continues. And Jesus calls us as a high priest. Jesus is a high priest, right? But he calls us as a high priest, a kingdom of priests. And what do priests do? We're going to come to some of those things. One of the things that they do is they offer gifts, they offer gifts. And Cornelius here, I don't know whether it was for life situation. Of course, we certainly wouldn't assume such because the word of God doesn't tell us. But we don't know what his journey was like when he started praying. But the Bible says that he, he continued. And, and you know what's so interesting here? Look at, look at this. The Bible says that the angel of the Lord appeared to him. That means the angel didn't appear on day one or the angel didn't appear on day two or the angel didn't appear on day three or day four. The angel appeared over time when the memorial had been built and there was a book of remembrance open concerning Colinius, right? And through this, he did not realize how much he grew in priesthood, how much he grew in priesthood. He grew in priesthood because by the time you see the response of God to his prayer. I mean, wow, what happened in his household? What happened in Cornelius' household after Peter came to witness the gospel to them and how that became a portal and an open door? Wow. Because he persisted. Because he persisted. Because he continued as moving in priesthood. And I'm saying to you that 
Yes, you may have had this one situation that has bothered you for so long and it has become, I don't want to say thorn in your flesh. It's become a very serious thing. It's become, it's not a laughing matter. Other people may laugh about it, but it, it really isn't a laughing matter, right? But and, and you are smiling and you are rejoicing and you are, I don't know, just carrying on through it and loving God and even serving, you know, through all of it. And really and truly, it's something that, wow, you feel, God, you really need to solve this. And I've prayed and you've prayed and you've persisted and you've continued. I'm going to say to you what I said to you. I'm saying this again so that it can stick, right? Sometimes we persist in prayer, okay? And we are consistent in prayer because through that, God trains us in our priesthood. What Cornelius received in his household and what those around him received was a heavy download of the Spirit of God, of the manifestation of salvation, an open door, right? A significant, and, and what Cornelius did not realize was that he had been creating a pathway for God to move in his household and to move around him and those around him and move into the very space that he occupied and the influence that he had, right? Because persistence in prayer allows us to grow in ramp. So sometimes you start off by praying over a situation, but the focus now switches from you praying about that situation. It now becomes about you. It becomes about you, the one that is praying. What, what I mean it becomes about you, I'm not saying it's not about Jesus. You understand what I'm saying? It moves from, God, I need to see this, this breakthrough. God, I need to see this miracle too. You become the very result. You become the, you become the very breakthrough of that prayer it's not by the time god is done with you it's not it's not uh what's the word now by the time god is done with you it's not it's not what what satisfies you is not just the fact that you got the result no it is that you became is that you grew in rank is that you grew in spirit is that is that you grew you you, you excelled in priesthood you became conscious of what it meant to you started off it started off as a prayer request just for you maybe it was your own personal situation but as you kept on praying it's as though god started to put in your heart wow man if i'm feeling this way see that's what god wants to do with some of us if i am feeling this way about this particular thing what about this other person and these other people that i don't know i went for myself but i started to carry a burden for others wow this is amazing this is how god sometimes trains us in priesthood right this is how god we become channels we become conduits right um it might have been just my own situation right but as i put the seed of my own request into the ground except the corn of wheat goes to the ground and dies it abides alone as i put it into the ground right it becomes a harvest for the many one of the ways that we get trained i love it um in the book of samuel when hannah was going through this whole situation of mockery with peniah okay and she didn't have a child and she went to god and said god I need a child and she will pray over and over and over again. But as she persisted in prayer, something switched in her prayer. It became bigger than her. She said, God, if you will give me a son, I will give him to you. Then the whole thing switched. See, she prayed into priesthood. She prayed beyond herself. She prayed and produced a priest in Samuel. When she said that, 
that was the change in fact that was the game changer that was the that was that was the factor that changed everything so when you are persistent in prayer sometimes over a particular thing maybe what god is doing is that god is expanding your reasoning and your understanding over that thing that it's beyond you it's beyond you although it starts with you although you feel the need for that result although you feel the the pressure of that result but if you can persist in prayer that pressure for one person can become the harvest for so many people just as Cornelius's consistency produced salvation for his household and those that were with him and an open door for the gospel, right? I know it looks like we're saying this over and over again, but it's so that we can tap into the spirit of understanding, right? So I said it allows us to grow in priesthood because I've explained to us that prayer is really priestly activity, right? Prayer is priestly activity, if you study again right from the, the Bible, um, um, you know, all the way from the Old Testament to the New Testament, there's always been priestly activity. All of these things where you see people maybe sacrificing to God, you know, maybe the Abrahams, the Isaacs, they moved in priesthood. They moved in an aspect of priesthood, right? Now, I'll, I'll, I'll start this, okay, and then tomorrow I would, I would explain some more on this. You know, I told us that the word of God says that God has made us kings and priests unto God, right? Now, what some of the duties of a priest from the Old Testament was to teach people. It was to teach people. It was to serve as judges to resolve controversy. See, we're talking about being priests now, right? It was to teach people the ways of God. And, you know, we can teach people the ways of God by teaching the word of God. That's true. But we can also teach the people the ways of God by, by the examples of our lives. It was to serve and to judge, to resolve controversy, right? And then it was to burn incense. We're going to come to that some more in the New Testament perspective. To burn incense, to, to bless people, to keep the tabernacle, to take care of the altar, right? And to offer, offer gifts, and to offer sacrifices, right? And and I was teaching about this, and I'll continue this tomorrow by the grace of God. I was teaching about this. I'm going to close on this, that prayer, you know, the, the priests in the Old Testament, they will render gifts and sacrifices. And I said that prayer, in a sense, is the rendering of our gifts to God as priests, Right. Jesus is our great high priest in this new covenant. He calls us to be a company of priests and to work with him in priesthood. That's what it is. <laughs> right. So we are linked with Jesus. And I said prayer is the offering of our gifts. Today, we don't offer gifts like the Old Testament. In the Old Testament, they would offer the blood of animals for the remission of people's sins and their redemption. Well, Jesus Christ has offered that gift once and for all. His blood has been offered once and for all. So we don't need gifts in that, in that capacity anymore. But there are still gifts to render to God. Because the Bible shows us that in heaven, that the prayers of the saints are mixed with incense and they are, they are rendered at the golden altar. So we understand that. If we're going to remain priests, we must have something to offer. Hey, no priest is a priest if they appear before God having nothing to offer. We caught in, 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 in this time, in this generation, we're royal priesthood, we're royal priesthood. We just caught it. If we don't have prayers to offer, we are not actively being royal priests to God. 
and so a priest offers gifts and i'll explain to you tomorrow why i said prayer is a gift that we offer to god if my people were called by my name shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from the wicked ways i'll hear from heaven i'll heal their land we'll keep exploring this getting results in prayer we'll look at some more principles i'm excited for what god is doing get on the word of god today get exercising in prayer get out those long long old requests and you may you begin to see what the lord is doing and what the lord has done god bless you i'll catch you tomorrow